Hello, and welcome back to Finding Wilder. This is episode 31. Thanks a whole bunch for being here. I am Michaela Jean, and today is a book review episode. Well, not really a book review, but just a episode on the books I read over November and December. So going to share those and a quote from each. And yeah, it just brings me joy. I love reading and I love sharing the books that I've been reading. So here we go. The first book was The Road Between by Courtney Pepperell. And the quote is, and this is a, this was a poetry book. Before I leave this life, I want someone to feel safe with me, with every bad day, heartache, and misery. I want them to be able to crawl into my arms in the middle of the night and be reminded that someone in the world loves them with every breath. Mm, I loved that. That was pretty. The second book is Velvet Dragonflies by Billy Chapata, another poetry book. There are reasons why you are in their life, too. We spend countless time wondering why we attract certain people in our lives, but never really ask ourselves why certain people attract us. I thought that was a really beautiful perspective. I think it's easy a lot of times as humans, you know, we have egos and we have our insecurities and we have our, you know, just human and we often wonder like how and why did this person or experience come into my life but remembering that it's all just such a beautiful like cycle and system we're all coming in and out of one another's lives for reasons so remembering also that certain people have attracted you into their life for a reason also it's a really cool perspective shift. Number three is called Walking One Step at a Time by, I don't know if I want to pronounce this right, Ering Cage. It's a Norwegian author. My mom, I believe, well, I can't remember if my dad got the book for my mom or my mom got the book for my dad for Christmas when we were in Norway. And... I just like started reading it a little bit and was like, wait, I need to borrow this. <laughs> so I honestly don't even think they've read it yet. I just kind of um, borrowed it and read it. And now I just want everyone to read it because it was a really beautiful book. And the quote from this book is, some of the greatest pleasures that I have experienced in my 54 years of life are those that involve getting warm after I have been properly cold. And you might know this about me, but I love a good cold morning swim or just a quick dip depending on the time of the year. And that feeling of like your first hot sip of coffee after a cold swim or just like being out in the cold and then like getting into your 
car after the sun was beating on it on a chilly spring day. Just like that feeling of warmth after being so cold and, you know, kind of uncomfortable is just, oh, is one of my favorite things. So that quote really just stuck with me. I liked it. I actually decided to read one more quote from this book just because oh, I loved it so much. The father of modern medicine, Hippocrates, already had a grasp of this truth 2,400 years ago. He warned against being incorrectly medicated and emphasized that no medication could have such a broad effect as simply putting one foot in front of the other. Walking is a man's best medicine. I believe that walking has played a much more meaningful role in human health than all of the medicines that have been consumed throughout history. I'm obviously not a doctor, <laughs> but that feels really like good and true in my body. And I actually, I think this is the last episode that I shared um, about my COVID experience a couple of years ago and how I became like addicted to walking after just because oh it felt so good and it became this like challenge because I hadn't walked in like much in a week two weeks and then to like see how much the body needs it like the lungs need it and like when our body gets weaker, when our muscles get weaker, like our lungs have to work harder. And yeah, I don't, I don't know the science and I'm not a doctor, like I said, but I just know that it's so important to not be stationary because our lungs especially like need to be working, need to be doing something to stay alive and yeah again i just really loved that book and i would highly recommend it okie dokie the fourth book on the list is my book <laughs> finding wilder by michaela jean I published my first poetry book about a month ago, and it has been just a treat and so fun to finally have something of my own that I created and to see it like printed and to have so many people buying it and supporting me has just been the coolest thing ever. Um, so thank you to everybody who has supported this journey. The quote that I chose from my own book is actually the quote that is on the back cover. And it says, coming out of a dark place requires charging the batteries, changing the bulb, tending to the flame of the light that already exists within. Hmm. I know sometimes when it gets so dark and it feels so dark, we feel like we just like can't find the light, but it's always there. And you know, just how we need to change a light bulb when it goes out sometimes, or just like we need to charge the batteries to our camera or whatever it is. And just like we need to blow on a flame sometimes to get the fire started up again, the light already 
and always exists within, but sometimes we just need to assist it a little bit. The fifth book is called Nocturnal by the author Wilder, and it is a poetry book, and the quote I chose was, My eyes will remember how to love the world under changing skies. When the light changes, so does the view. I thought that was beautiful. It's like, we will never experience the same moment again, you know? Like, we change with the seasons. We change with the way the sun rises and the moon rises. The weather changes. It's snowing right now. It wasn't snowing yesterday. We're just never going to have the exact same combination of clouds and weather and just the view that we see is constantly changing. Change is the only real constant and to just really learn to love the ever-changing view is such a beautiful gift. Number six is also a poetry book, Homebody by Rupi Kaur, and such a simple but profound quote, play is when we escape time. I just find so much truth in that, you know, when you're just like laughing with friends or doing that thing that you love that just like lights you up and brings a smile to your face, those moments where you just totally lose track of time. I encourage more of that for myself and for anybody who might need that today, this year, this lifetime. Don't forget to play. Number seven, Clarity and Connection by Young Pueblo. And the quote I chose from this book is, make deep connections, not deep attachments. This is something I am continuously working on. You know, one of those things is such a, oh, such a beautiful and nourishing and expansive opportunity, you know, to make deep connections with people, with ourselves, with God, the universe, whatever it is to really connect deeply for me is to really see and honor somebody and to really feel curious and held and to want to hold somebody else and to really see them for who they are and to learn together and to heal together and to just feel nourished that word nourish keeps coming up when i think of connections and attachments well i think <laughs> times are really important because we learn so much from when we become attached i've personally experienced different codependent experiences relationships in my life that are really built on attachments and a lot of times these attachments are unhealthy but they really teach us something they teach us where maybe we're holding on or clinging on so tightly to something that is not nourishing for us that is not expansive that does not necessarily feel good but feels more like it comes from a place of scarcity and fear and just not wanting or knowing how to be alone. I think both have 
a place and both teach us a lot but the beauty of deep connections just feels so much just like yummier and safer than attachments do number eight natural hospital birth by cynthia gabriel um i'm not having a baby right now but i have become super fascinated and just like pulled in the direction of birth of their over the last year possibly because i have a handful of friends who are pregnant or have just had babies and yeah i've just been really interested in learning more about birth and i'm somebody who has never felt super connected to a hospital setting or a ton of medications or honestly like doctors and going to the doctor and that does not mean that i don't have like deep respect for doctors and hospitals and i definitely believe they are crucial and important and at the same time i do feel like there are a lot of things that are unnecessary about going to the hospital and ways things are treated in hospital settings and birth is just one of those like next journeys based on the age that i'm at the space that i'm at in my life and i think i've just been really called to learn about different alternatives when it comes to birth and i actually got my holistic doula certification back in november so i've just been really interested to learn more about birth and I really enjoyed this book and you know as somebody who hasn't been pregnant and hasn't had a baby and gone through birth I don't really feel like it's my space to be recommending birth books but I really enjoyed this one and especially for somebody who might be really like longing for that natural birth experience but maybe also wants to be in a hospital and feel the safety of being kind of like held and protected in that way at a hospital this is a really good read really a lot to learn in there the quote that i shared was she had invited a friend whose sole purpose was to direct the energies of the birth this describes very well the role of doula the presence of a calm, stoical, accepting person whose job has nothing to do with measuring heartbeats or temperatures is needed even more at a VBAC than at most births. Mm. Yep, good one. The ninth book was Feng Shui Tips for a Better Life by David Daniel Kennedy. And this is a book that found its way to me after my grandma passed away. It was a book that she had and it was really special to read. There's actually like a little note in it. Um, it was either from her friend or to her friend. I can't remember. They must have been like sharing the book and then somebody got their own copy and it was just really special to open up this book and to find that note and yeah, a special book for me. The quote that I chose was, 
As your personal chi becomes more balanced, your thoughts and decisions improve. Your emotions become more stable and harmonized and wonderful opportunities come to you. Something that I have really been trying to become more aware of over the last few years, especially after just living kind of sporadically in the last decade, really, is making a home really feel like a home and grounded. And I am by no means perfect at it. And I have a lot of (laughs) work to do in this department because I kind of always have this feeling of, well, I'm not going to be at this apartment or this space very long. So I never really fully make it like a super like nourishing, supportive space for me. It never really feels fully like done and fully my own because I'm like, oh, why get all these things if I'm just going to leave soon? But I really enjoyed this book. I learned a lot of little tips to make the home feel more abundant and a space to really call in and be prepared for love or whatever whatever the thing is. It's a really beautiful read and I recommend it. The 10th book is Spirit Babies by Walter, oh geez, Makashin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the quote is, trust yourself and know yourself. These are two essential qualities for both communicating with your spirit baby and becoming the parent you are meant to be. Again, <laughs> not pregnant, not having a baby right now, but really loved this book. I've actually kind of felt like I have a spirit baby like floating around me for a bit, but also incredibly single and not pregnant. (laughs) So not really in a space where I need to be communicating with a spirit baby, but kind of like also, yes, because I think your spirit babies can be kind of lingering around you even when you aren't necessarily pregnant or about to have a baby. But I really, really liked this book. Like, I would highly recommend it. If you are somebody who's into, you know, mediumship or talking to or speaking to, communicating with spirits, this is just a really cool book. And it really, gosh, can bring, I think it can also bring a lot of peace If anybody has wondered, you know, why they haven't gotten pregnant yet or why this happened in pregnancy or even like touching on adoption and just some really, really cool things in this book that I would recommend. But again, you have to be in a space where you are open to other realms and communicating to spirits. 11, Love Her Wild by Atticus. This is a poetry book. And the quote I chose was, it didn't matter how she fell apart. It was how she put herself back together. Mm, I like that one. You know, we all break, right? We all fall. We all feel like we're at a rock bottom. We all cry so hard we don't know if we'll ever stop or whatever our version of that is. And that doesn't mean 
we're defeated. That doesn't mean we're done. That doesn't mean we're on the ground forever. There's always space and a little bit of strength to find and fuel that part of you that knows you have to be the one to pick yourself up. And it doesn't matter how many times you feel like you've broken. What matters is the choice to put yourself back together and know that you get to put yourself back together how you want. You get to put yourself back together as a more confident, secure, abundant person if that's what you want. Number 12, The Dark Between the Stars, also an Atticus poetry book. And the quote I chose was, the funny thing about chasing the past is that most people wouldn't know what to do if they caught it. Ain't that the dang truth? (laughs) Sometimes we think we want to be back in that relationship or back at that job or back at that apartment in the mountains or whatever it was. But we're going forward. And maybe we long for parts of our past. Maybe there's a part of our personality that we miss or there's a something about the past that we want to bring back into our life now. Maybe we want to be back in the mountains. Maybe we want to be a little more courageous like we used to be. I think there's beauty in reminiscing and having some nostalgia for quote-unquote, who we were, but not chasing that version of ourselves, not going backwards. We got to go forwards with who we are today and who we are becoming. And lastly, I did a little bonus book because I almost finished it. I'll probably finish it today. Um, The book is Lighter by Young Pueblo. And the quote I chose is, There is no shortage of people who will find you physically beautiful, but finding someone who matches the maturity you are looking for, the dedication to grow, the humor that brings you comfort, and someone who just feels right in your arms and life is incredibly unique. And that's a wrap. (laughs) Yep. That feels like a good place to end. Thank you so much for listening to the books that I read over November and December of 2022. I Let me know if you like hearing this. If you like book recommendations, I don't know, but I kind of like, like going through them and sharing them. Big reader, love to read, always open to book suggestions. I hope you have the best dang day. And I'll see you next time. Bye.